Stay tuned. Here we go. We shenichnas ader ma'avim b'simcha. What is happiness really all about? Maran hasabak hadishim mislanim zchus yogin aleinu kasa belkutei shashanim. The Maran sabak hadishim mislanim. The Heliga, holy grandpa of slanim said, Hamida shel adam hasamech bechelkai. The mida, the character trait of somebody who is happy with what he has, is a mida klolis. It's a general mida shekeleles kol hamidas. It includes. All of your character traits. It does wonders in the heart of man. And it brings you to enjoy this world. The Mida of what? It means that whatever I have is enough, I'm happy with. And the problems in my life, the things that I don't have, the things that I'm missing, I can live without them. Because I'm happy with what I have. Okay? Everybody has things that bother them and that they're missing. And the question is how you live with it, how you deal with it. So someone who has the midah, it's not an individual midah like somebody who gets aggravated, somebody who gets angry, somebody who's jealous. Those are all individual character traits. But this one goes across the board. When you raise the bar on this one, you raise the bar across the board on everything that you are. If you become three steps more of midah of samech b'chelkai, you become across every midah that you have, you grow. The Sabbath Kaddish goes ahead and he, and he lists many things that somebody who Samech Bechelkai gets. The Ad until the end. Where does this road take you? The highest point of this road of Samech Bechelkai is that it brings you to Tshuva Me'ahava, Shia Madrega Gvayabayasa, which is the highest Madrega, Kamaymer Chazal. Which what happens by when you do tshuva mehava? The things that you did averis on purpose, bemazed, turn into not just that Hashem forgets it, but turn into your mitzvahs. It's not something we can understand. If you go ahead and you have a fight with a friend and you punch him in the face and you make up, okay, I'll forget that you punched me in the face. But what could you do to make up with someone that the punch equals as if you bought them a gift? It's something that's what Hashem does. You go ahead and you do whatever your Avera is, bemaze it on purpose, and you do tshuva mehav, and Hashem says, not only I'm going to forget the Avera, but I'm going to count it as if you went ahead and you daven marav. It's going to count like you did a mitzvah. In fact, the sum of the Svarim Akhtayshim say that the bren that you did the Avera with, that's the bren that you did the mitzvah with. The hachana that you did that Avera with, so that when it turns into a mitzvah, it turns into a mitzvah with that achana. Right? So that's what he's saying. It's something we can't understand. What comes out? This concept of samech b'chelkoi. What is merutza? You're satisfied 
Huh? Content. Very good. That's the word. Content. God's doing the best that He can for you. If He could do better, He would do better. Like we said many times, the Ma'isa with the Chavetz Chaim when he was eight years old, that they asked everyone in the class, what would you do if you were God? And everyone had something to do to improve the world. I would heal this person who's dying, I would give these poor people money. Every kid had something. And then the Rebbe turned to the Chavetz Chaim, eight years old, and said, Yisrael Meir, what would you do if you were God? And he said, nothing. Because he understood that God is great, and if anything could be better, it would be better. Why do we think if we were God, we would get it right? Like God makes mistakes. If I was God, I could run my life and the, and the, the world. I would do a better job at it. Shehudi sameach umirutz, and he's content. He's satisfied. No, I can't do better. I can't get a better deal with somebody else running my life. Shiyadeya, the Komada of Rahman, whatever God does, Litava of it, it's for my benefit. And I'm happy that I was born a Jew, that I have inside of me a piece of godliness in me. This is what Sameach Bhakalka means, and this Mida is Hayoisa Gedoilu Mikola Midois Vinifloois Hipuulois Bileva Adam. Forget about um, learning now, you know, for, for Ganadin. He's saying it does wonders for the heart of man. Most people living today have heartache. They're sad, depression, problems, they're down, and they have heartache. And he's saying, What is going to make your heart have a wondrous feeling, a geschmack, to feel good, to enjoy your life, to have a happy life? This is the ultimate of everything. What is the Tachos HaKol? Shehudi, Sameach, Umerutzeh, Be'anhogas HaBayrei. You know, if you learn Torah for a whole year, and at the end of the year, you are no more able to feel content with God, then you wasted your year of learning. All the learning and the davening, the Yiddishkeit, the Dzveikos, the thinking, is to have a feeling of, I trust God. And so many people learn Davin everything, but they don't have this trust that I can trust God. That if God decided this and this should happen to me, that I, I trust you. I trust you. I'm in good hands. I'm in good hands. And that is the Tachos HaKol. To live a life, to be happy and content. We need to understand the Makar for this, I hear you, but how do you know this? How do you know that Samech Bechelka is going to do all of this? And that's the share tonight. How do we know what Samech Bechelka is? And if we can learn this, which it's not hard, you'll see. Every single person here could do this. And if you apply this to your life, your life is going to be a totally different life. Somewhat be unhappy, right? To be able to become better, otherwise you'd stay the same. 100%. In fact, the Siva Shalom says that the Kusta de that we learned about, the spark of life, right, is the fact that your soul is demanding for you to be better and that you're not mashlim in Matzavo Hirachni Kamoshihi. That you're not making peace with yourself. And by saying, no, my life is not good enough, I have to do more, that is what drives a person to grow. That though, very saying very good, that's what I have to do for myself. 
But as far as what happens to my life, the setup of my life, the type of life, the things that happen to me that are out of my control, I have to understand that there's a God that loves me, that is doing the best for me. I have to do better for myself. Sure. But Hashem is doing the best that He can. So I asked the question to somebody. I said, you know what? It bothers me a little bit because when something bad happens, the drive to run, to dive into Hashem, to change it, kind of flies in the face of accepting that it's good. Let's say somebody finds out that he might, I don't know, whatever. So if you say, and I accept it, then I'm not going to go rise to Himlin and scream and cry to save it. I'll say, okay, that's, this is the best. Whatever God does is the best. So they're kind of at each other, right? Do you run and daven and beg Hashem to change your life and improve your life? Or do you accept that everything, if this is the way it is, fine. You find that you're about to get fired? Do you run to Hashem, daven, please help me, I shouldn't get fired? Or do you say, hey, I'm in good hands. If I get fired, that's what's meant to be. So I, he told me two very interesting answers. So first of all, part of Ashtadlus is tefillah. So it could be Hashem is, is letting you know that you're going to get fired. But when you daven and you step up, Hashem will make that. The best is that you don't get fired. So you always still have to do your ishtadlis. But he told me that that's a very interesting, I forgot from who it's brought down, that if you notice, the others were always, always had the same problem, that they didn't have children. Why? So Rashi brings down the Medrash, that the Ebesh did nis'ava l'tfilasen shel tzadikim. Hashem wants tfilas of tzadikim. Okay, but why by not having children? Why not from other things, other tsars? So he told me, because any other tsar, any other tsar that they would have, on their level, they wouldn't rise to Himlin. They wouldn't have nis'ava l'tfilasen shel tzadikim, because they would accept it. The only thing that they could really daven for, from the inside, that I got to change this degree was for children, because that's for Kvayt Shemayim, to raise the future of Klal Yisrael, that's for Hashem. But anything that would have been hard for them, they wouldn't have gone to Hashem with the amazing tefillah from inside of them crying out, because they would have believed that this got to be the best. Right. I guess so. So a little bit, we have to understand, if you're really Samech Bechelkoi, then, then you wouldn't daven so much for the thing to change. Or, or maybe you would, because Hashem wants your tefillah. But you would be... Con- God gives everybody, at their level, as much as they would do, to be able to daven for that amount. Right. And then if you daven and He says no, then you would be content. In other words, maybe if you find that you're going to get fired, you can go daven and go for a school and do whatever it is. That's part of your shtadlis. You shouldn't, if you fall into the pool, you don't have to say, let's have of it and drown. You could do your shtadlis. But if afterwards, if you get fired, you don't curse out God. You say, I accept it. This is what, what is best for me. And so many times, people out there at the bottom, 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 and then all of a sudden, years later, they're multi-billionaires, that they only would have happened because they had no other choice but a last-ditch effort to do this and this thing, and they ended up this and that, and, uh, and they realized let's have of it. We don't always see it. And sometimes it's a kapara, and we're meant to suffer. And sometimes it's for... I mean, the bottom line is, do we trust that there's a reason, or do we think God is just toying with us? Okay. So, so far, he did very simple. Now, I want to break this down step by step, because your whole life is about to turn around. Your whole life. Okay? So far, he said step one. There's a crazy thing called being m'samech b'chelkoi, which is that you're merutzah, you're content with the way God runs your life. And he says, this does incredible things for your life. Okay, and you know, how and what? 
Now, I want to give you an example of what it means to be Merutza. Imagine you open up a new bank account and a new bank, and your company's doing wire transfers and this and that, and, that, and you have, they give you somebody, a supervisor of your account. And after six months, the, the head guy in the bank calls you up and says, are you happy with your supervisor? You could say, yeah, they're doing everything. No, but I saw that there were some wire transfers that didn't end up on time. No, but I'm happy with my supervisor. I know that they did the best for me and it was too late. Or you can complain about your supervisor. God, essentially, is your supervisor. Are you happy with your supervisor? That's the question. And that's what Mesamech B'chalka is. So he's saying, fine, let's learn what is this thing, where does it come from, and, and, and what's it going to do to my life if I can live a life of instead of looking at what I don't have and, 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 and focusing on that and ruining my life over it, but instead of that, the opposite, looking at what I do have, because we all have, okay, and focusing on it and focusing on it and being happy with it, my whole life will change and so many people that have heartache, your heartache will go away. This could save your life. The beginning of the Purim story tells us Mordechai would not bow. What right did Mordechai have to not bow and put in Sakana the whole Klai Yisrael? Ella, Ki Mordechai Noah came. Mordechai did this. He had a clarity. He was strong in his Amunah and Bitochen. That God is the one in charge. He was secure. Bivadois. Completely secure, with certainty. There is no way that this will happen. Which we know the Melech is the Malchus Shaloylam. Mordechai knew that God already, so to speak, signed off on this thing, that the Jews are going to be killed. With his security. Even if God writes Xerah for you, God forbid, with the Koyach of Bitochon of security in God, you can change and sweeten any din, any judgment. This is how Mordechai slept down the Yeshua of Purim that saved Gantz Klal Yisrael. It doesn't say that Mordechai didn't bow. He would never bow. From his security, Mordechai approached this crisis. I will never bow. God runs the world. God is in charge. The whole world can bow. I have such clarity and be talking in Hashem that I am not bowing, and I will never bow. Cain on Esther. Listen to this. This is crazy. Think about this for a second. Imagine, God forbid, Obama signs a declaration that in one month from now, everybody can go out and kill the Jewish people. There's no police protection for Jews. On one day, all Jews could be massacred. Klal Yisrael would go into mourning. 
We're going to fast. We're going to daven. We're going to cry. And all of a sudden you realize that you have a sister that is Obama's private secretary. Right outside the Oval Office there's a door. Right outside that door your sister is sitting every day from 9 to 5. They don't know she's Jewish. And she works there. You call up your sister on the phone. You say, listen here. All of Klal Yisrael, everyone you know, every Jew, your entire family, we will all be murdered in a month from now. I want you to get into the Oval Office, walk in, right past security, run over to Obama, and you beg him. You're the only chance we have. And she tells you, I'm really sorry, I can't do it. They're going to shoot me on the spot. If I even approach that door, security around here, forget about it. The White House, they're going to shoot me. Everybody knows that if I try to get into Obama, or when he walks by, I scream, help, I need to speak to you. Everybody knows that they're going to shoot me. I can't do it. What would your reaction be? Oh, Musa Shmuz, you'd scream, you'd yell. The whole blood of Klal Yisrael is on your hands. We're all you have. How could you turn your back on us? You'd go nuts. Everyone's going to die. You're the one that's there, and you're worried about your life. You're selfish. Imagine, would you tell your sister, oh, you don't want to do it? Okay, we're going to get saved from somewhere else, and your family is going to get messed up. Because what? What makemacher? Would you have another sister who works at the White House? What makemacher? Mordechai approached the crisis of the entire Klal being murdered by a madman who got the Tabas Hamelach already signed, and he had total control over us, and he was calm, cool, and collective. He approached the crisis as this ain't happening. How? I don't know. Let's see. Ooh happens to be Esther, is mamish there. She can go in and beg the king. Hey, Esther, um, you know, email BBM. Esther, I need you to do me a favor. Save God's call you soul. I need you to go into the king. Smiley face. <laughs> and then she puts back, LOL? And he goes, not LOL, this is for real. I need you to go in and risk your life. And she goes, you know, TTYL. And he's like, no, I need you to go risk your life. You're the only person who could save God's Klal Yisrael. And she texts back, she BBMs it back, sorry, X, do it. <laughs> sorry, X, do it. Okay? And you answer, NP. Have a nice day. I mean, who in their right mind would do that? Look at what he says, such a great deal. Oh, you don't want to go in? What makamacher? You have anybody else who happens to be Akashverish's wife? You know what I'm saying? Do you know any other women married to Akashverish that can go in and say, Honey, we need to talk. No. This is the one chance. You got one bullet in this gun. She's not pulling the trigger. Even the three days of fasting, rack Esther. Go in, you're not going to get killed. He didn't say, Esther, we need you to go in, we're going to fast for you for three days. He said, Esther, I'm the God of Ladar. Go in. She said, I don't know. Then when she said, you know what, I'll go in, but I need Gantz Chal Yisrael to fast for three days. So then it says, He didn't command anybody. He never commanded Gantz Chal Yisrael. Say you should fast. He said, Esther said we should fast. Everybody should fast because Esther needed that. 
what I was mendayik from this is that she would have had the protection of the Gadol Adar of Mordechai Atzadik if she would have gone into Achshverosh. And now that she turned down his protection, now she needed the Gans Klai's soul should fast for three days, every single person to protect her. You see how the Kayach of Atzadik is Megan protects a person, and she lost that, and now you needed everybody to fast for three days. This time is Esther on Thursday. Next Thursday, we are fasting because she turned down Mordechai. If she would have said, NP, I'm in, we wouldn't have to fast on Thursday. As great as she was, there was not the level of betochen as Mordechai had. Shoirish habitochen nichlal b'dvar Hashem harishim aseris hadibras. We learned this many times. Where does betochen come from? How do you know that I could be secure in God? The first aseris hadibras is anoichi Hashem elikecha. Three words. I am Hashem. I am elikecha. Shenemur boishnei in yoni amuno. Ho amuno shanoichi Hashem. I am God, Yud Kevavke, I was Mahava the Briah, Habayu Manig Lachal Abruim, Buhulabadi Yasavasam. And that relationship with Hashem is the same as every grass and every cow and every guy. The first Anachi Hashem, we acknowledge that God created everything and He controls everything. But what's Elikecha? Number two, Vua the faith, Shanachi Elikecha, Holikim Shacha. Who was God talking to around the mountain? the Jewish people. He said, I am God, Eloikecha. And right there, he differentiated us, Klal Yisrael, from the rest of the planet. I am your God. I am your, you Jewish person. I am your God. Yehudi Mechuyiv Lahamin Bemunas Hashem. Of course we have to believe, God created the world, and he runs the world. And everything that happens, he is controlling. But number two, that he is your God. That we are the chosen people. The dargas bonim, the darga, the title, the level of my child. That never changes. It's not given to any condition. Why did God choose to call us Banim, my children? He could have said Avadim, we would have been very happy. My friends, we would have been very happy. My nephew. That's right. Not just how much he loves you, but it's unconditional. Because a father can never become Ois father. A child can never become. That's why the example that he used to show us, you know what? A husband and wife, a man and woman in love is more of a, of, of a, of a love, burning love and desire than a father and a son. Why didn't he pick that? In fact, Shlaima Malach wrote Shir Shirim. We say that all of Taira is Kaidish, and Shir Shirim they say is Kaidish Kadashim. Because it took our level of connection to Hashem to be like two lovers. That's what we can do. We want to be with Hashem so close, like the Ramam says, with Ahava, that I can't think of anything else. I'm completely lovesick to Hashem. That's what we want. But Hashem couldn't do that, because that, as great and powerful as, as, as the love between two lovers is, that love is conditional. It can fade away. And you can split. And you can divorce. And you can just, that's it. So Hashem could not use that example, even though it's a, a, a more powerful love. Hashem used an example of a, of a child, specifically because in this world we know that once you're a child, you're always a child. Forever, no matter what. And that's why Hashem picked that. 
בדרגס בונם היא מציאו שאינו משתנה בשום מצב ואינו מסונס בשום תנאי אונקנדישנל בכל מצב שישראל נמצא עם בונם אתם שמלאי ככם כמו שאנחנו יודעים לא משנה מה שאתם עושים לא משנה מה שאתם עושים אתם עדיין גדולים כמו שאומר הרב הקודש בארבעס עין זכוס יוגן עלינו, שיהודי שאינם מאמין שהקדוש ברוך הוא נמצא ושייכין עם ישראל בכל המצב המג'ו that does not believe that God is dwelling with you in every מצב. If you're in jail, God is in jail with you. If you're in a club, God is in a club with you. If you're bowing to Havai Dezara, השייכין איתם בסייך תומסם ואף בסייך תומסם. If you don't believe that, הרי הוא גם כן אפיקרס. You're defying the, the understanding that God is there. You're saying, no, God is out of this room. Now God is not here. You're, de- you're denying God's presence. You're an apikairis. Ki Yisrael heim ama nivchar gam kishuhu b'matzav agarua b'yoyser. We are the chosen people even when we are on the lowest, lowest possible level. Shekein b'chiris ama nivchar hi mitzad ha-neshomay saktoishis shal Yisrael. V'loi mitzad ha-gufum shalahem. The fact that we were chosen is because our souls were chosen. We have holy Jewish souls inside of us that are flickering to grow, to jump closer to Hashem. And not because of physically who we are. He didn't pick us because we're handsome. He didn't pick us because we're rich. He didn't pick us because we have great personalities. When He picked us, we were in Mitzrayim. We had nothing. When we were in the Tachlus, the ultimate of low, we were in the Mem Teshari Tumah. You are my Bechari, you are my beloved child. ultimate. It's, it's to me the it's constant and it is eternal beligvul without any boundary we don't have bitachin and Hashem based on nothing I woke up one day and I decided I'm going to have security in this thing no it started off with God He's the one who said, He's the one who said, He's the one who said, I created everything, but guess what? I want to be your God. Faith that God exists and controls the world, that is the fun, fundamental principle. That's the foundation of Kali If you don't believe in God, you, you can't even start thinking about this religion. That's what Amuna is. Ava bitachon hu madrega yoiser gavoya she Yehudi b'iteach she Hakadosh Baruch Hu imoi b'cholam atzavim. Believing that God exists is step one. But you know what a higher level is? Hashem is with me no matter how bad I am, no matter what my situation is. How many of us were in really bad situations and we thought, you know what? God is not with me anymore. God doesn't like me. He's not proud of me. You should know that that is false. It's impossible. God said to us in the Mem Teshari I love you, and we were bowing down to Avodah Zarah. Did anybody do anything worse than idol worship? Because if you did, please get out of here. Did anybody do anything worse than idol worship? Did you ever do anything worse than idol worship? Than spitting in God's face and going over to a fire hydrant and, and pouring honey on it and saying, Ooh, I'm going to get rich tomorrow at work because of you, oh holy fire hydrant. Spitting in Hashem's face, did you ever do anything worse than that? You don't have to answer. <laughs> Nobody does anything worse than that. 
Please tell me to do anything worse than Believing that God created the world is the Yisoid Yisoidus of Kal Yisrael. having faith and security in this all-powerful God is higher. The Godol Ma'oid Kayach Habitachain Shal Yada Yachol Yehudi Lif Oil Ulaham Shechas Kol Anyanim. You can do Yeshuas. You don't have to go to a big Rebbe. If you're in a situation and things are looking bleak, you can use Bitachin to rely on Hashem fully to pull you out of your matzav. Does that work? Why wouldn't he? He has everything. Doesn't cost him any money to give you money. Doesn't cost him any health to give you health. Why shouldn't he? That's what we're going to learn. How did Mordechai save Gantz Chal Yisrael? Tefillah wasn't good enough. Emuna wasn't good enough. Fasting, not good enough. Bitachan. Bitachan, that you are not going to let this happen, Hashem. I have security, complete security, serenity. I have, I'm completely... The representative of Klal Yisrael, the Godel Adar Mordechai, brought the Yeshua to Klal Yisrael only through Bitachan. And look what happened. What do you mean? If you just have security, he's going to change to Xerah? Yeah. And what happened on that day? We killed everyone else. And Haman got hung on the very gallows that he set for Mordechai, which Alpiteva, there was no way around. And not only that, the Melech Achashverosh and the Melech Hashem signed off on it. And Mordechai broke it by saying, Bitachon, ain't gonna happen. It's not easy. Guy pulls out a gun, puts it in your head. Yeah. Whatever the best is, you're getting the best deal. You are getting the best deal. You walk into a bank, you know I have a connection there, I'm going to get the best deal. Whatever is best is going to happen. And you should be very happy if it's the best. Whatever happens is going to be the best. Oh yeah. Even if it's bad. Sure. If it happens, it's the best. But yeah, but when you have Bitochen, it makes it better. There's a when something bad happens, you still think it's the best. But or beforehand, he's talking about a different kind of betachin. Even if in your head it's not the best. If it, if it didn't happen yet, yeah. If you place your security, God forbid, a guy comes into the to the to the yeshiva, pulls out God forbid, pulls out a weapon, and he starts firing. Everybody runs for cover. The Torah understanding is that if somebody would stand there and would have complete betachin that Hashem, you are not going to let me get killed, he would be able to just stand there. And he will not get killed. And he would be able to walk over to the gunman and say, you're not killing me. Hashem will not let that happen. Hashem loves me. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sir, please put it down. No, no I think... Okay. If no, you weren't mixing it up. No, I'm going to No, is I have faith that whatever Kamadavrahmanalatavavid afterwards. But he's saying over here that you could be Mamshaka Yeshua. A person finds out, God forbid, a million times, you have a terminal illness, you're gonna die within a month. He's saying that saying, No, I'm not. Hashem is gonna I have betachin in Hashem. That I will live. Not that if I die it's the best thing. He's saying it could be Pile Yeshua for the situation by having security in God. You know that story? Okay, the guy is told you have an illness and you're never going to be healed. Right? 
179 years old. And, and, and if you believe that, okay, it obviously you have to do as much as you can. So whatever. But if you if you believe that, truly believe that, yes. Not just that, but you can go away. Are we go away? That's what he says. If you have pure betachin in Hashem, he's talking about an ultimate. If a guy comes to you with a gun, you ain't gonna have that madrega. Okay, you're not. You're gonna sweat at the very least. Have you ever heard of the story with like this Arab sheik, like, like uh, came over to see this rabbi, and and like was about to kill him, and he said, you know, "I want to take a drink of water." He made a shahakal. He made a shahakals, and it's like that. It's the same thing. Could be. I heard another thing that a guy, an uh, uh, Arab, went over to a to a brisker, and he said he's going to kill him. So the brisker went ahead and he said, "Okay, just please let me make a bracha to the Hashem." So, so, so he went, looks at him and goes, this guy's nuts, he starts walking away. And he goes, oh no, no, ah, ah. <laughs> Okay. Listen to these words. If you have pure, perfect security, in God, it will be fulfilled by you. Blessed is the person. Lucky is the person. Blessed is the person. And what happens? And God becomes your security. You go in Eretz Yisrael and the guy tells you, you're a very important person from America. Would you like security? Yes, you're surrounded by four IDF guys. I place my security in the IDF guys. They are my security. If a guy goes and he says, Hashem is my security, and he really believes it, now we're, on, we're very far from this, okay? It's going to be Nagea to us on our level also. Right now he's talking about the ultimate. But somebody who really places his trust, now let's understand, if there really is a God, and he really is the all-powerful, and he really does love you, and he really called you a son, and he really said that you can never break it, and he really is like a father, and he really could save you, then really what are you nervous about? Really, why shouldn't he? Really, why do you think he's out to get you? Really, why aren't you completely secure? You're walking outside, guy comes over to you and he says, money or your life? You say, push away the gun, have a nice day. <laughs> I have security in God. We're not used to that because our, our, our body and our brains hold us back from that level. But that is the pure level. If God really is your father, why would you get shot? There's a difference. Security is that whatever happens. Security is your spirituality. It's not pure. That whatever happens right here is for the best. Yeah, but talking about Hashem, you're not worried about your actual body. I'm saying, it's not... You think about your physical good. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about... Yeah, of course you get shot. Once you get shot, it's good for you. It will be. It is good for you. The guy who has security in Hashem will find that gold coin quicker than the guy who's saying, "What am I getting shot?" It's a different type of life. It's a different. It's a different track. It's a different mindset. The Alshak says, "If you have proper talking in Hashem, you don't have to do anything for work." 
programs. <laughs> okay, that's the way that Hashem sends it to some people who are learning Torah, and some people who are not learning Torah. Okay? But he says that, and there are many stories of people who committed themselves, and their wife found in the chicken a thing, and the diamond. There are stories like that. Okay. Bottom line is, it all boils down to, this is crazy, but hang on, let's go back to the beginning. Why shouldn't, why, why shouldn't God do this to me? He has the money. If it's my best, I'll do it. He's my account manager. Who's your supervisor? Who's supervising your life? One and only. Do you think he's a good supervisor? Or do you think you could do a better job with your life? He's pretty good. If he could, could he do anything to improve it? If he could, he would. What's the matter? We're all good. Good. It's going to blow your mind. Haramban Kosov. The Ramban says, "This is a Rishon Al Pasuk Mishlei." B'tach Hashem Did we do this already? Remember this? Sure. It's worth it to do it again. You never heard this? You're going to dance. You're going to dance. The Ramban says, it says in Mishlei, B'tach Hashem, have security in Hashem, toiv and do good. Imagine if I tell you, Zevi, go Zevi, Zevi, go on top of the Bikiwi, there's a big empty billboard, and I want you, I'm going to pay you money, I want you to paint the following sign. And you go ahead, I give you the paper, and you come there, you paint it, and you come down to look at it, and it says... Have security in God and do good. And you look at it and you say, that's a little backwards. It should say, do the right thing, do good, and then have security in God. I mean, how can you have security in God before you do the right thing? So you go ahead and you, you make this billboard, you make the billboard, and then all of a sudden you look at it. Does that make any sense? Hikdim did it on purpose. Look at this. Hikdim betach b'Hashem la'asetov kloimar afal pishe ein biyot chamasim beteda ba'atzmachoshe ata Russia. Even if you didn't do anything good in your life, no mitzvahs, and you know about yourself, and you think about yourself that you are a Russia. Im kolzeh betach b'Hashem ki hu balarachem im biyirachem You could still have security in God. That he has the ultimate amount of mercy, and he will have mercy on you. Why did it say first Because it wanted to tell you a message even before Asayitayv. Your life is not where it should be. Still, you could have security in God that he will have mercy on you and he will help you. We would have a place to say If I have nothing good about me, Secure in what? Secure in, I didn't do anything to deserve it. What am I having security in? You're going to love me, you're going to take care of me. I never did anything good, God. Even if you didn't reach yet that you're doing good. And you think about yourself, I am not worthy. Because of my Averis. You are a Yehudi. So the first thing he told us was, this Midah of Nesamech B'chelkoi is going to do wonders for our lives. It brings us to enjoy this world and the next world. And then he said, where does it come from? 
He started talking about Betachin Emunah's belief that God exists. Betachin is that God is my God. He's looking out for me. He cares about me and that it's unconditional and that is able to be Poyli Yeshua. That is the reason why Vishnei Mayadim Chanaka Upurim Hema Mitzvah Achronis Misheva Mitzvah Tarabonim. The last two mitzvahs that the Rabbanan made are Hanukkah and Purim. They saw that Klal Yisrael is going to go out for a long, long, miserable exile, thousands of years. The Chashoicha and dark, kol kach, so dark. And they saw all of the terrible Yisurim that we, Klal Yisrael, will go through in this terrible exile. The Kamadam Yisrael Shinishbach Kamayim and how much blood, how much Yiddish blood will be spilled like water. How will we be able to stand firm going through such darkness? They gave us these two gifts of Hanukkah and Purim to learn from, to enlighten our lives in the Cheshkas of Golos. With the light of Bitochon. I, God, I am with you, Bitsara. We could survive anything with betachem. And guess what? We can't survive anything without it. If it's you against the world and you don't have God on your side, you're in big trouble. Could you survive life without God on your side? Never. As good as you try, as much as you try to get money and to get friends and to have family and love and everything... You'll never be able to do it on your own. But with Hashem, This is the miracle of Hanukkah and Purim. If I wanted to give you chizuk, because I know you're going on a trip, and I tell you, listen what happened to me, and I tell you an amazing story to have faith in Hashem, and that helps you on your trip. That's what they did for us. They said, we need you to know what happened to Hanukkah and Purim. So that way we can see the power of having betochen and Hashem. You want something to happen? Don't just have a moon on Hashem. Don't just daven. Have security, Hashem. I know you're going to take care of this for me. If that is what's best for me, I will get it. Zehu inyan chanaka upurim shabahem nosnu chachomem zuchen levracha as kayach habitochen lahoil Yisrael as keshkus hagolas amar she Yehudi yargish that we should each feel shafilu b'matzavim agurum b'yoiser even in our lowest parts of our lives. You're sitting. You're homeless. You have no money. You think nobody loves you? Could you imagine a year later that people will love you and care for you and you'd have shelter and, and friends and a life? Who could do that to you if not Hashem? You have to have that even in the matzav ha-gurum b'yoyseh b'soich tumasam in your tumah he is dwelling with you. He loves your Yiddish soul. Now we're going to get to Tachlis. Guys, hang on. It sounds like a great song. When you enter Adam Arba Misimcha, you need to prepare for Purim. Now, if Purim is about hoilus and getting drunk and dressing less sinus and partying and having fun and there's nothing Yiddish about it, why, why exactly do you need preparation? Buy the beer? 
by the ka- what is the preparation? Do we have Mishinichnas Kislev Marbim be Ur? Mishinichnas Pesach Marbim Nisan Marbim be constipation? No. You don't need to. You could start then. Pesach night. We don't even have Mishinichnas Sivan Marbim Betaira. But Adar needs prep. What are you preparing for now in Adar? What are you preparing for? Buying party snappers. Buying the cap gun. What, you, what is pre- preparing? What? What, what? Why can't you just... Tom- tonight, it's Purim. Get your cap gun out and your gragger and you're good. You know what I'm saying? Throw, get those... What are those called? The rainbow things? Party snappers. Get the party snappers and you're good to go. What do you need to prepare for? Listen to the deep meaning of what Purim really is. Okay? Listen to the deep... Now here's the punchline, guys. You're going to change what Purim is. You're going to change what Simcha is. You're going to change what Bitaken is. You're going to change your whole life. In the next page. Do you have ten minutes for that? Zehu mishinichas adam arba b'simcha. Goido malas ha-simcha. Shihudi samech b'chelkoi. What does it mean? I'm happy. I'm happy means that I'm happy with what I don't have. I accept what I don't have in my life. Shemirutze, that I'm satisfied, that I am content. With the way that God is leading my life. My account manager. God, yes, I'm happy. And I really believe. And I become. I place my security not in my papa, and not in my money, and not in my looks, and not in my job, but in Hashem. That I know that even though, yes, I did a lot of sins and I'm very distant, but God is with me. He's my buddy, me and you, God. I am relying my heart, completely relying on God. God, I'm out of it. So many times, by the way, we have problems. I know myself personally, that I had a problem with somebody, and I hired a top-notch lawyer. And I had my faith in Hashem, really, that I, and my top-notch lawyer. Because I hired the best guy, right? And I mamished, I davened, and I knew Hashem was going to bring Yeshua through my top-notch lawyer. But a lot of my security was really in my top-notch lawyer. And when I came to a point where the lawyer was completely powerless, and I realized, mamish, I'm dead, I could lose my house, and, and, and none, nothing that I tried worked. That's when I was able to really, for the first time in my life, really put my complete security in Hashem. And I, and I was helped. And, and sometimes Hashem wants us to just go to Him with your problem. Come, open up a Tehillim and say, Hashem, I have faith in you, have security. That, what's the security? That even though I'm not good, you're still going to help me. See, what's beautiful about this is he's not telling you that when you're in a bad place, do tshuva and learn. He's saying, believe that even besides to Muslim, God is with you. That raises you up. So when we're in a bad place, we're eating tray for whatever it is, when I'm not keeping Shabbos, and then all of a sudden I find out that, oops, I'm in big trouble. All I need to really do is say, nobody can help me. A guy calls you up, I'll help you out, I'll find you an apartment. No, God is going to help me. And then you do your status, of course. But really placing your, your security in Hashem, even though I don't deserve it. Because that's even more impressive, that you could still have security in Hashem. That means you really have security in Hashem. And Hashem, by Samoch Liba, by Hashem, my heart, I'm content. I'm not worried. What am I worried about? I'm in good hands. God becomes your security blanket. 
This is the purpose of what we hear. We should ingrain in our hearts that even if it would be in a situation they're coming to arrest you. It's already written, it's already signed, it's already sealed. They're taking away your house. Such an awesome, incredibly terrible Gezeira. It's never going to happen. He split Not only they didn't take away my house, we took away their house. Not only they didn't kill us, but we got, we got to kill our oppressors. Know what that means? You can't start with that. How could you start with 100% betafen? How could you start? You need an avoider. The work of Mishaniknas Adam Marbam Simcha is to start to be marbe, to add on to where I am. From level 1 to 100. How much Mishamech Bechelkai are you? Just everyone, shoot out a number. From level 1 to 100, how much Mishamech Bechelkai, happy with my lot, whatever God gives me, I, I, I know I'm in the best hands, total security that God is running my life. From 1 to 100, what, what number are you? Think about it. He's saying that the whole purpose of Yiddishkeit is we started off That's the purpose of all of everything we're doing. And we do things. We do mitzvahs. And we're on such a low level. So of course we need preparation. Every day until Purim you have to start being marbe, adding on simcha. What does it mean? Inner peace. Inner tranquility. Inner satisfaction of understanding. That's a work. Goyim drink to forget their sorrows. Yidin drink to embrace them. Goyim, a day of parting would be because all the things that are not good in my life, I want to forget them a little bit. Our avoidah of Purim, we now understand, is to reach the, the level of bitachin and Hashem that I have everything that I need. Everything is exactly wonderful and is planned by my account manager who loves me and takes care of me. And to be misameach bechelkoi. So the part of my life that I'm not happy about, the difficulty, the pain, the problems in my life, I, I go ahead and I work for to accept. I'm not running away from my problems. I'm poor. I'm not drinking to forget about my, my pain. I'm drinking to say, you know what Hashem? I trust you. I trust you. I'm not a 10 anymore. I'm a, I'm a 60. I'm a 70. I'm a 90. You know that pain that I have? You know that thing that happened to me when I was a kid that destroyed my life? Or those painful things that I went through? That I, I don't want to drink now to forget it. I want to drink to embrace it. And you don't need alcohol for that. I want to reach up to you, Hashem, and say, all the pain in my life, I embrace it. I accept it. That's what it means. Mishinichnas adar marbim besimcha. Besimcha that comes from emuna, faith, that whatever God does to me, it's for my benefit. We don't find other things that you got to start earlier. No, no, no. Sit. The Rishon has said, Shepurim Purim is a higher day, a holier day than Yom Kippur. You ever knew that? Not worth to sit for that? Purim is a higher day than Yom Kippur. 
If I say it really plays ball like Michael Jordan, then the like, the Michael Jordan, is the better player. Yoim Kippurim means that this is a day like Purim. means that it's Yom Kippur that is not as great as Purim. Zok that Yom Kippur is not as great as Purim. Because Yom Kippur, we get close to Hashem. How? By forgetting everything. By saying, I'm sorry, by, I'm an angel. Right? I'm, I, I'm hiring myself. And on Purim, we say, I'm getting close to you, the where I am. Yom Kippur, we try to jump up high to Hashem. No eating, no drinking, nothing bad, right? We dress in whites, we daven, to raise ourselves to be like an angel. Purim, we say, God, I ain't no angel. And God says, I'm coming down to you. Purim is the day that we say, Hashem, I believe that you're with me even when I'm not an angel. That's pshat. If you need 10 days to prepare for Yom Kippur, it's crazy. Purim is greater. You better start preparing for, 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 for Purim. You need 10 days of Achana. Okay, so it's on your Dalit. How does that work out with 10 days? So listen to a very cute thing he says. The light of Purim. Everybody starts Yud Aleph. How do you know? The Mishnah says, When can you start the first day of laning Megillah? Could be on the Yom Yud Aleph, Zok the Kajnat Samagid, Shema Yom Yud Aleph, Kfarnim Shachim, or Arashel Purim. We're already slapping down the light, the lectikite of Purim, already from the 11th day. That Megillah Nikras means that it's being laid, it's being called out by Lamasal Yonim. Ka'achonolo Zayesh Aserisi Me Simcha, Mishinichnas Adar, Bohem Maschila Avodis Ha'achona, the Aris Ha'purim Hagdoila. That's why we start Rishchaydish till 11, it's 10 days, that we have a Serisi Me Tshuva, we have a Serisi Me Simcha to bring us to the Ha'achona Purim. Now hang on. Recap. Living a life that whatever happens, I have security that God the All-Powerful is looking out for me, that He loves me no matter what I did, and He's with me no matter what I do, that is a simcha that raises your entire life. You don't have pain anymore inside. Why did this happen to me? You say, I trust that this was for my benefit. Either I'll understand it or I won't. But it doesn't shake my trust that God is looking out for me, and that everything, there's a reason for everything. And that when you're in danger, you can rely, be secure in God. If you can be secure in the security forces, you hire a, if there's a hitman after you, you're secure if you hire a bodyguard, so you could be secure in God. God is my bodyguard. God is my bodyguard. The next time something bad happens to you, or you're nervous about something, just think to yourself, I have an in. God is my bodyguard. I have an in with God. He's the one who said, Bunim. He, he set it up that even if I do the worst of errors in the world, He still loves me. Great! God is my bodyguard. Living like that changes your life. That comes from the simcha of Mesamech Bechelke. I can embrace what I don't have. By accepting what I do have, I'm embracing what I don't have. That only comes from pure betachen and Hashem. By doing that, we can live a different type of life. And that's the avodah of Adar to prepare for Purim. And that's certainly the day of Purim. Purim is so misunderstood. It's not Halloween. It's not about running around and forgetting God. It's the highest day of the year. It's greater than Yom Kippur. It's the day that at least one time make sure that in your dancing and in your smiling and in your davening you realize, Hashem, I accept 
that you run my life and I am in the best, best possible hands. Like the Chavetz Chaim said when he's eight years old, you say, Hashem, I wouldn't do anything different if I was God. I wouldn't change a thing. I accept whatever pain I have and I know that you're looking out for me. That's what Purim is all about. Because when you have that, you have a simcha. A real, not a fleeting simcha. Not a crazy ha-ha-ha. Not a giggling ha-ha-ha. You have a real sense of peace and happiness that takes over your body. Nothing phases you. Whatever happens, you ever see people that get so nervous. This can change your life. No anxiety, no nervous, no pressure. Whatever happens, you say, normally I'd be very nervous, but it happens to be I have a bodyguard, Hashem. And he said, I don't even need to be good, and I'll still protect me. And then you build a relationship with the all-powerful bodyguard of the entire, entire universe. That's what we have to work on. And if we can get even a little bit, move up a little bit, we will find peace in our lives. We'll be able to really be happy and enjoy a Purim like never before with the understanding, and to accept that God is doing the best possible thing for you. Afrelech and Purim.